Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. It's a late night edition. We're, fil- we're recording this. I can't do it. Can you do it? That's pretty good. All right. Yeah, you uh, go in the back. I don't know. I can't do the back of the throat one. Noah's good at the back. Of, do it again, Noah. Oh, that's <laughs> so natural. <laughs> Me too. Mm. How do you do it in the back of your throat? You have to be a this Russian a, Jew. Yeah, this is what people t- tuned in for. Um, <laughs> welcome to the show. It's late Resign night. Your cum guzzling. <laughs> it's six thirty-six uh, on the West Coast, and it's like nine thirty-six where Noah and Anya are. Anya just grabbed her boobs. What's going on there? Oh, I did. It was totally unconscious. They have been growing and not going down. I've had two periods this month in the last 17 days. Holler at me, ladies in perimenopause. What the fuck is going on with my body? I will reiterate, day one of my period. Normally, I'm a seven-day girl. Seven-day period? Oh, my God. No, but... But guys, like a panty liner, never using a tamp, haven't used a tamp in years, very light. Oh, for seven days, the whole time yeah. it's a panty liner. Exactly. Mm. Just one. For years <laughs> or for the whole Wouldn't time, it be funny? just one. <laughs> I just like to recycle. Um, no, you know, like a few a day, but very light. And then it goes but away. for seven days, that's a lot. That's long. It's usually like six, but I'm talking that's 25% like- 25% of your life. Whoa. Well, I'm your... talking like a 1996 Bobby Brown matte lipstick. That's It's like that brownish thing. Okay. Not, okay. not blood red. 
So right. No one has be, blood red, I don't think. Uh, Do you never bleed? When I was on it's birth control. It's kind of like a different color. When I was on birth control, mm, really? I, had, I had the brown, but off of birth control. Yeah. I got. I have a scarlet red droplet sometimes just hit the bathroom floor. So it's been going on for t- two weeks, you said? It's just, it was like very light for six days. And then I had sex on like day eight or nine. And Matt was like, whoop, we got a little situation here. And I was like, are you sure that's from the front? <laughs> and yeah. he's like, he's like, I don't know. It's kind of, I don't know. And I was like, oh no, that's, that can't possibly be my period. And it was. And then it started again. Wait, just, so when he has something on his penis that might be your period blood, he does tell you about it because I don't think my partner does. He just assumes I know. It was and he like just on- goes in there to clean up on himself. <laughs> he's not like reporting back to me what he's finding on his he probably know. Well, he knows who he's dating. I had just done the sheets, and we have white sheets, so I think he was just warning mm, me, like, God. "You have a handprint on your sheets." <laughs> right. Okay. Crime scene. Yeah, a little bit. It was like yeah. a very light crime scene. Um, and then look, I thought it was weird, and then I just let it go. And then, like two days later, it just starts up again, like full on, and mm. went for another seven days. So it's oh like when, God. so you feel yeah. like it's perimenopause. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? It means it's anyone like, over 40 is in it. That's what my naturopath told me. It's just oh. when your periods start to get light. It just means before menopause, which happens You're in your over 50s. 40? Yes. That's the first People will be you surprised. You tricked me. <laughs> <laughs> you, At some you point, I, I, I had to admit it because you're getting older and I just keep staying. <laughs> you and you're very keep open about my it. age. <laughs> I don't know when I'll start lying about my age or, or concealing it, but um, this weekend I was saying a lot like, I'm in my late 30s. And then I said, I, at one point, I was just like, I'm in my latest 30. And it got <laughs> such a big laugh. And I, it was no one of those laughs where that. you're like, I don't even, you didn't even know that was going to be funny. Yeah. You have a lot of those. Yeah, I just have no idea what, what I'm saying half the time. <laughs> yeah, but someone will like burst out laughing and you seem kind of perplexed. Like, why was that oh, funny? And for then you, sure. Then you, that's when you know, like, to hold on to that one. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. good. Even though I didn't intend for it to be then funny. Then it's really you. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. That actually feels good when you're like, oh, I guess I'm just naturally funny. But in a way that my mom is, like my mom is never tr- doesn't seem to ever trying to be funny, but she is. And it mm. makes me, I'm so jealous of that. But I guess I have a you little bit of have that. that. <laughs> you have that. You are. No, every comedian, no. every comedian on trying. planet Earth has a friend that's funnier than them. Yes. And a mother. Yeah. Somebody. <laughs> Even today, I was at uh, this work thing and someone goes, I just... Did you work on Barmageddon? And I was like, I did. And he was like, I just got a message from my friend. I just got a Slack from my friend on I guess Slack. a yeah. thing called Slack. Oh yeah. I just got a Slack from my friend that said, I worked with Nikki on Barmageddon. Let her know her mom is the coolest woman ever. It was just like, <laughs> oh. I, I was like, oh my God, I made an impression on someone at Barmageddon, but it was no, it was my mom. She's the coolest <laughs> person ever. And um you're yeah. like, I'm her wingman. Thanks a lot. <laughs> it's like yeah. getting hit on. When your hot friend gets hit on at the bar and you're like, oh, I thought you were talking to me. I don't even want to talk about how, like, even you mentioning that, it's like triggering, triggering for me in a way. Sorry. I can't, I can't handle when I am with a group of friends. You Generally, it's like when I'm with one girlfriend and someone else hits on her mm. and, and not us both equally. Not because I'm like, I think I'm prettier than her and I'm. this makes me feel like I'm not as pretty. It's just rude. Yeah. yeah. 
to like, I just feel like I've really struggled with it. Like I can remember every single time in my life it's happened to me. Like, and it's honestly, it's giving me anxiety right now, even thinking about it because not only do they not want to fuck me, which is like hurtful, but, and they want to fuck my friend more, which is also hurtful, but they think it's so it's, to do something that overt where you're just hitting on, there's two single women sitting here and you're just hitting on one of them. It means it would be insane. You think it would be insane for me to even think that you would ever be attracted to me because that's such so uh, not even in like, it means he didn't even think like she might be hurt by this because sure. she's kind of fuckable too. He didn't even consider it. Exactly. And so it, it hurts um, doubly like that. And I'm sure people are going to investigate this and, um, uh, talk about it on Reddit, how I'm so insecure and everything <laughs> like that. But I, I am, and I'll be the first to say it. It well, really bothers me. A similar thing happened uh, just now to me with you. Really? I was walking down. Uh, it, I was in I was in the good side of it. I was walking down the sidewalk mm. towards the hotel. I saw it. And you <laughs> waved at me. Mm-hmm. And then there was another guy between us. He thought you waved at oh, him. I know. And he was like, did you just wave at me? And then he waved back. And then I, I made sure not to do anything. So yeah. I didn't want him to know that you were waving at me. And I saw that. I saw that you made that choice. And yeah. I was so proud of you because I wanted him to, because I would wave at him. You generally, would wave at but that I man. Didn't, I was already waving like when he came into the lane. Yeah, there was no way to avoid it. And I'm, and I knew that once he saw you, he'd be like, oh God, he's probably, she's probably waving at him. But because you didn't wave back, he can walk through life now thinking yes. maybe she was waving at me. So it was a joint effort and you did a good job. Yeah. Now if you see and him again, well, you're going to Wave. this part of the podcast in case no no he, he won't hear it <laughs> I was just gonna say that's my nightmare in high school I remember someone waving at me I think it was a girl who I desperately wanted to be friends with and I was like oh, she's finally waving at me and it was someone behind me one of her click <sighs> and I was just like does anyone oh. want to, to fuck you or like fuck someone else and you were like hurt by that does that I I mean yeah. maybe oh, it's just I was me. always the funny quirky friend never the one hit on it always I'm happens to me when I'm with Nikki so yes yeah no yes no when Moon Give Tower 2018 how can I forget it oh <laughs> I, walking I read in that the blog street and like a bunch of guys <laughs> turning their heads looking at you and I'm just like a piece of but shit nothing because I'm they recognize me because my face was on like the <gasps> no, telephone poles there. You're gorgeous. It's, it doesn't count if you're famous. No, it doesn't count if you're famous. It's and listen, I'm not. I'm not an uggo. I know that there are people that would be interested in me, but it is really devastating. I don't know yeah. why it's so devastating <laughs> when it happened. Uh, when it happens to me, but I. I will say that, yes, that probably happened at Moon Tower, but I do think it's because they recognize me. And that is a problem. Like when I'm somewhere where I'm recognizable and I'm in an environment where people know I'm going to be there so they know it's me, I do feel like, oh, no one around, like the girls around me aren't getting any attention. Like they're, but I don't feel like it's actually earned. Like the way it is when I'm just uh, two girls sitting at a restaurant and no one knows who they are. And these guys are just like, I'm sorry. I just have to tell you, you're so beautiful. Like, that's I, I can I don't think it's ever happened to me where someone's just been like I actually it happened the other day okay well I'll say it this guy I was walking to meet Lizzie for lunch and this guy was like pulling out onto the street and I had just parked my car but I think he's full of shit because I looked disgusting this day like I wasn't dressed up at all that doesn't matter everyone has their I type. was wearing a dirty book no and <laughs> he just he, he goes excuse me ma'am and I just turned around and he in his windows rolled down and he looks at his phone like he's going to be like, can you tell me how to get to, like he's looking at his phone like, um, uh, I just want to tell you you're very beautiful. And I was wow. just like, 
thank you. Like I was literally like, it never ever <laughs> happens to me. Thank you so much. And he was not attractive. There was, and he's a guy that probably does this to women. 12 times a day. That's quite a trick. He was looking at his phone like he was like trying to find direction. Yes. And so I got a little closer to oh, be like, what do you need? There's nothing better than giving someone directions. Oh yeah. And I had no idea. What, how easy is it to give someone directions? I have a phone and you have a phone too. Right, right. Who's even asking for directions anymore? How old was he by the way? Um, 40s, 50s. But like okay. you could tell he was like a sleazy dude, not an attractive mm. guy, but like this is his thing that he does. I mean, it was, but I, the fact that, that he wouldn't have done it unless he wanted to have sex with me and that is complimentary in my yeah. book. As a woman in her latest 30, I take it as a compliment that someone wants to come in me Absolutely. and would like to do that. What was your I'll response? I said, I literally was like, thank you. That's so nice. Thanks. And then I like backed away slowly and then <laughs> mm -hmm. quickly and then ran um, <laughs> into the Starbucks to get my third of the day. I will say there's a converse thing that happens to you too. Like, just like you were saying, being famous, you kind of, you feel like it's not earned, but then I feel like you also probably don't realize that there's a percentage of guys who don't hit on you and act like they don't know who you are because you are famous. And I've seen mm. it happen. I've seen it happen multiple times, not just with hitting on you, but they sort of subtly neg you because you're famous. They want to connect with you. They want to bond with you. So they're like, they give you shit in a way. And it's actually like to you, it's rude, but you don't realize like because they just saw you perform and they're like kind of wowed by you or whatever. They're like, I know how to get with this girl. I'm going to fucking be really rude to her or you know, like dirty or ignore her. And I know that I know that that's yeah. hitting on me. I'm not. I, I don't ever. I'm. I'm. I'm not one to get offended by guys saying the wrong thing or like saying like tripping over themselves. I know that if a guy talks to me, he probably wants to like. If a bumbling dude is, they're kind of like. They or have you ever had a you. girl nag you when you're like, I know you want to be my friend, but you're just nagging me because. Oh, the other day. This girl we uh, have are, are spending time with, a, a woman, she said, I want to come see your show. I love filth. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, oh, cool. <laughs> like, uh, it's more than that. And I actually have a lot to say about the patriarchy. If you look at the undertones of what, like, oh, but I was just like, okay. Your comedic <laughs> it is my term it, most girls that like me, I have to say, they're like, there's... They, but I take this as a compliment. They're women who are kind of like a kind of like dirtier or like a little bit like rough around the edges or yeah. have dark thoughts. They're a little bit more masculine energy. And we were kind of exploring this the other day. My Instagram following and also this podcast, the podcast demo, the podcast demo. You want to tell them what it is? What? People listening to the podcast, you fit into a demo. All right. People, besties listening to the podcast right now, I want you to just pick a number in your head. How many percent? of women listen to the podcast versus how many men listen to the podcast yeah. based on the way it's broken down in the Instagram. Yeah. So just think of a number in your head. So we have 24,000 Instagram followers, which is a good sampling a good of sampling. what our listenership is. And um, it is almost exactly correlated with my um, my Instagram following too, which Fans I- Fans of Nikki Glaser. Yeah. I thought it would skew a little bit differently and I'll tell you why in a second, but I want to ask Noah and Anya what they think. I'm going to say 18,000 of the 24 are women. So mm -hmm. what's that percentage? Why'd you, okay. why'd you do it that okay. way? Yeah, can you use the percentage? What, what do you do? More You're like writing down. What are you writing? <laughs> I'm going to say... Okay, I'm going to say 56%. 
Even that's, that's not wait. Eighteen thousand was way more percentage than okay. Sixty percent. Are you actually? How do you figure it? this out mathematically? I'm I think just, it's you do everyone's on their phone right now times <laughs> twenty four, right? Uh, I would do eighteen thousand divided by twenty four thousand. That's right. Okay. Okay. Where or you could just do eighteen divided. That's seventy five percent. Seventy five percent as women. Okay, I would say, I'll okay. say less. I'll say less. I'll say sixty two percent are women. Sixty-two mm-hmm. percent women. Oh, I'm. Which I'm, means that it's eighty-six percent men. J- JK. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> you got me. She almost agreed to it. I'm gonna say it's the inverse of that. I think it's like maybe sixty to sixty-five percent men. Oh, okay. Less women than Brian. Men. I don't remember. I don't even. Oh my god! <laughs> no, it's. I'll look it up right now. It's. It's. Whatever it's, it is, it's surprising and, and not surprising. memorable. Apparently. No, no, no. It is memorable, but I believe I just want to get it exactly right. Okay, okay. Looking at professional dashboard. Yeah, you gotta go to your professional total okay, followers. Total follow. Where is it? Right there. Total follow. How dare you touch my phone? I'm sorry. Is it weird when someone else looks at your phone and then they touch it and you're just like, <laughs> easy? Okay, I could. You could just point at it. You no. touched my phone. I would. No, I would never care. Look at all those spots. I want you to know, I would never care if you. There touched are my some phone. people who have touched my phone. Recently. Oh, I think it's moved. Oh, wow. Okay. It is 54% men, 45% women, which is very different mm. from my own Instagram. I didn't mean to say that. I'm 70% men follow me on Instagram. And my boyfriend thinks it's because I'm a hot girl. Mm. And I'm like, but I'm not posting thirst traps. Not even a one, maybe one or two. I have my legs out in some photos, but it's not like you can't come to any of the pictures. I mean, I challenge you. Maybe they think your personality is attractive. <laughs> I think it's because I have a masculine ener- I have a masculine sense of humor. And I think that w- when I encounter women and especially besties, they're always like kind of the girls that are like, you talk like me. You talk like there's there's like kind of like a secret code we have where it's like, I say weird shit too. I think these weird things too. Um, I also I'm feel like they have, they have like life you. experience. Yes. They've experienced something and sometimes it's traumatic. Sometimes it's just like, yeah, I've been through it. Yeah. That type of person. They're non-judgmental too. Yeah, in, non-judgmental. In a crazy way where it's like, I just feel like they accept me and they're just like, I'll be like, I like your skirt. And they're just like, I don't need to hear that. But they, like, they're like, they're, they like, they're not desperate. Yes. Like uh, whenever I meet a bestie, I'm always like, you're so cute. And I like compliment. I found that at meet and greets when I compliment girls clothing, they're not as excited as I would be. (laughs) And I'm not just doing it to like make them like me. I really am not. I wouldn't say anything if I didn't actually like something, but generally they're always just like, thanks. Like they just like (laughs) pose for the photo. They're like, I'm like, your skirt is so cute. And they're just like, yeah, they're not freaking out so much. Yeah. I'd be like, Oh my God, do you want it? I'll give it to you. Like, I'm always (laughs) like, Oh, I'll tell you the price I paid for it. And you can go to the website and I'll send it to you. And they're just like, I didn't even mean it, bitch. Um, but I was walking around Kingston, the uh, having dinner the other day with a couple of musicians and I get up from a tiny little hole in the wall in my tiny little town. And this girl comes up to me and she's like, Anya, I'm a bestie. I was like, what? I was so not ready for that in this context. I've never, I've been recognized once in this town for my music, just from my name, but never as like from the podcast. So it was so cool. And she was tall. She was lovely. She was having dinner with her mom. She was educated. I could just tell. Don't ask me how she used some big words. She was just lovely. And she just seemed 
I don't know, down to earth and cool. Mm-hmm. It seems Sharp. like the besties are uh, not needy. are good people. Th- that's that's what really I get. important because there are some podcasts out there that oh. I won't name. I I guarantee you, the hosts you of those podcasts do not want to hang out fans. with their fans at all. Uh, agreed. I um I I couldn't agree with you more. I know some people that have been around certain people's fan bases and I and I know I know certain people hate their fan bases. Oh yeah. Well, because they're obnoxious. Yeah. And, and they're like, drunk and they're yes. mean and they're bullies or whatever. And ours I saw a girl the other night. Shout out I forget your name. You're so sweet and you brought your friend with you and her friend. It was at my show at Supernova in LA. She's like, I've seen you three times here. And um, so sweet. I think I've, I've met her before, like in the parking lot there, but we took a picture and then her friend, which is always so sweet when the person that they bring vouches for like, I hear about you all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's such a sweet thing. And she's like, you're like a household name in our house. It's so sweet. And yeah, they're always just, they're less needy they're than They're who me, we want to like be. Really, they are like, they're kind of like Anya. Because Anya's like, like, I'll let you go. You're having, I just want to say, hey, but I'm letting you go. Go Thank you. Anya, I realized you are the, you're like the um, more mature, self-aware, not desperate, not insecure version of me. Mm. Oh, that's so nice. Because I aspire to your, I always tell people like, Nikki's easy breeziness around flaking and friendship is a huge asset to me. But you're like that too. Yeah, I like I like the freedom to flake. Oh, freedom man. to I flaked the other day. Attend or not attend. I flaked on something, but it, we, I didn't flake. Is flaking flakes like when it's the day of, right? Not necessarily. Is a week a before a, a week's, flake? A week's not a flake unless it's a huge deal, right? If I wouldn't do a wedding a, a week in advance, no. Can you flake on a funeral? Um, I think whenever <laughs> it's a funeral, I do. I don't know? think you can flake on a funeral because. You could always say that you were uncomfortable, you were too emotional. It it didn't you did it, the funeral is for, you know, to support the family. Obviously if you're like yes. the son, it's really weird if you don't go, but it to go to a funeral is a, is a difficult thing to do. Yeah, I don't think you point. can really flake on it. Well, I flaked on something that was an appointment, a thing I pay for, an appointment that I pay for. And I said I can't do it this week cuz I'm working too much. And there was a feedback of like Oh, this is a bummer. And it's just like, please don't say oh, I already I feel that. like it's a bummer. Oh, that's and not good. Like well, you're that. paying them. The whole they gotta be able to and deal I with that. I think they felt like I I feel bad taking your money because we're I'm charging you for this thing uh-huh. and I have to oh, charge right. you and I'm like and they felt guilty, but I was just like no, I'm good with that. Like I've I'm yeah. I, I'm choosing Can I to pay do this you not to be bummed out loud? <laughs> I know. I just don't like, you know, who wants to disappoint anyone? Um, but what I really took it as is like that person just like wants to hang out with me. Oh yeah, those right? one-on-one professional right. relationships become personal you so You know it fast. well. Hip hop Darian what Oh yeah, Darian Hip Hop <laughs> Henning. <laughs> your dance teacher for the, over 2 years. The person like my my stylist my hairstylist. Oh, oh my God. We got into this the other day. Brian was like, and friends? I've been seeing the stylist and me and my Same friend are like, stylist. you go, go to a stylist? Like, what have they done? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> where was that? And he's like, yeah, they do my hair and we're like, oh, a hairstylist. And he's yeah. been calling a hairstylist a stylist. I still do. And, and we go, barber? Brian, stylist I like is... That. Because I don't go to a barber. A barber is a guy a who pole. is from Estonia who can <laughs> who can 
trim your head with with a buzzer and that's it. He's got pictures of other men that have, one. that have been on the wall since the Reagan administration <laughs> and he can do one haircut and that's a barber. I go to a stylist. Who has a vision. Generally, it's a woman and she, she is very good at cutting my hair right. so that it looks nice even though I usually wear a hat. I know you do usually wear a hat and you do have great hair so I, I would like <laughs> you to um, Well, I wear a hat on the podcast because it's too early for me to shower first so then I need to wear a hat have you ever thought of dry shampoo um, I've never thought of it it's never crossed my mind and I'm still not men look good it. with greasy hair a lot of times so yeah not me I mean one time you commented on it because I woke up oh, with yeah. bedhead no it was because it was like, messy you, you were just like need you're to brush a it. filthy piece of <laughs> no, shit Brian it was just so messy <laughs> all you needed to do was brush it I can't <laughs> okay let's go to break and, and <laughs> unpack that when we get back <laughs> Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother, 
All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. All right, we're back. So um, one thing I wanted to get to is this weekend, this past weekend when I did nine sets, the same number of Taylor Swift concerts I've been to. Oh, or no, it will be nine this weekend. I'm going to Taylor Swift on cool. Saturday in LA. Why um, did I think you were up to 10? Okay. No, I might be up to 10 by mid next week because she is going, she's doing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, wait, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, taking off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or something like that. I mean, she's doing six shows in LA, so Damn. it's going to be wild. Wow. But um, so yeah, I did a bunch of sets last week. And one of these, I was, uh, I got off stage and Jeff Ross was already backstage, like at the um, comedy store, the main room. There's like a, f it's my favorite green room of any comedy club. It's like up there with the comedy cellar upstairs of like comic hangouts. And mm -hmm. it's just, there's just nowhere else to really like at the improv. There's nowhere that comics hang, but this place is, it's always good. And he, um he was there. And then I don't know how this happened. Like, yeah, I guess I got, he went up first. He brought me up. I get off stage. And then when I come back off stage in the back room, um, there are like two guys with him. And Jeff introduces me and says, this is Brian. He invented Airbnb. Oh. And I go, oh, wow. what? That's right. And I was like, you started Airbnb? He goes, yeah, me and two other guys. I go, you're, you, do you still own it? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, just thinking of like, I can't wait to type his name in and write sure, net worth. Sure, of course. Which, by the way, you don't even need to type in net worth because it fills in right away because that's what everyone wants to <laughs> yes. know. And I mean, but those aren't really If you accurate. go to his Wikipedia, it literally, it's the first thing that pops up. Yeah. But um, very nice guy. And I just went into, so Jeff was there with his buddy Avery and I, I know both of them. But I just snapped into like, I, I'm with a billionaire. Oh, like yeah. I'm with a multi-billionaire. This is someone who is one of the richest people in the whole world. I gotta, I gotta know things. Sure. So I went instantly. What doctor do you go to? Uh, really? That would be your question. I would be like, what doc? <laughs> do you go to a special doctor for rich people that has special medicine that we don't get? Okay, I gotta ask him that because I think we're friends now. Oh my god. Um, he was so normal, so nice, as nice as, as nice as normal as you could ever imagine. I mean, you'd never think this person's a billionaire. I don't know how you're supposed to dress if you're a billionaire, yeah. but I just would imagine dress a lot like of me. <laughs> yeah, probably actually. Did he have a fanny pack? And he probably had a stylist though. <laughs> yeah, he did not have He's a fanny pack. Was his hair really good? His hair was good. Yeah. yeah, he was he was a good looking dude and like uh, dressed sharply. Had a white like white jacket on. I liked uh, wearing white as bold, and I think he kind of had white pants on, so it was almost like a Weird. whole white look. But it Boys wasn't like men. trying too hard at all. It really that sounds like it was, and you're rolling your eyes, but it's it wasn't bad. Uh, he looked cute, and so what'd you ask him? So at first I said. I'm like, my whole brain is shuffling. Like, I got to figure out what this guy... And he's hanging out, though. So I'm like, okay, I got some time. Yeah. And I first went to... I needed to ease in for sure. play. Because I'm going to get to the dirty stuff. But I need to know. <laughs> I just was like... So I go, you. You started Airbnb. Great. What year? 2007. Okay. Well, okay. And then I'm like, can you give me this... Like, just the short story of how it began. I know I could Google this. And I'm sorry to ask. And I'm sure you've told this a million times. And he's like, no, that's fine. And I go, wait you know what? Tell me the name. Was the name Airbnb? Like, is that, where did that come from? 
And it's kind of an interesting story. The first Airbnb was these guys were like out of college. He's a year, I think, younger or older than me. So they were like fresh out of college. He was a engineer. He was designing toys and like um, sports equipment or something. You know, he was just designing things, products. And, um, and he and his buddies noticed there was a convention in San Francisco in town. It was like, I think it was like a democratic convention that might've been later on in the story. So forgive me if I'm wrong, but there was some kind of convention in town and they noticed like all the hotels were booked up because they were trying to maybe get their friends a hotel. And they were like, well, we have space here. Wouldn't it be funny if we just made a website and put up our apartment and we'll get some air mattresses and it'll be an air mattress B and B bed and breakfast. So they just put one room up on and it and it sold and there were three people that stayed there was the first three um customers for airbnb and he told me there was like an interesting story about like who they were and they're just like there's three people out there that are like the first airbnb people but another thing so that's how it started and then he went back home for thanksgiving to his family and was like kind of telling them about this thing that he did and everyone was making fun of him it's such a dumb idea and then I think then that's when the Democratic National Convention came through and they were like, let's try it again. I think the before it was a tech convention thing. Mm. And the and the Democrats loved it. People are like, they were like, they, they maybe put up like three more places like their friends did sure. it. Sure. And the Dem- Democrats didn't love it, but they, they had something going. And then the Republican National Convention came through and they didn't like it. Oh. <laughs> and so they had no room. So it just kind of shows you that wow. it was, it, it's, it's the a trust factor. Yeah, because if you remember back when Airbnb came out, it was insane. Yeah. It was. I, and I, mean, I have a super host right thriving. here on my podcast. A former super host. I, I Airbnb'd for years. That's how I paid my rent when Nikki moved out. And it was hard. And I did not, I was not I, like providing lo- the best shampoos. I had problems with my shower, I'm sure. But in New York City, I was almost always booked. Yeah. And it was, but it was wild when we first heard out about, it was kind of around the same time Uber happened. Yes. And we were mm-hmm. all like, why would you ever get in someone, a stranger's car? We all used yeah. to be so scared of strangers. I remember my first Uber. You my, do? I remember my first Uber because I was so baffled by the fact that this existed because I was in New York City and it's like, well, there's taxis. Yeah. Why would we take an Uber? I was at the, um, that like on the uh, West Side Yard. Mm. Where the, like the tennis courts are and like oh, yeah. the pool and all that sports shit, and and my friend was like, "Let's take an Uber," and it wound up being so easy. I was like, "They come just pick you up. You don't <laughs> so have to fight. Easy. You don't I have know. to fight anybody for it." I mean, sometimes you do. Yeah, you have to fight when you get in because it was you. really good. And there's, there's only the rest is history. Then <laughs> after that day, they said that we're going to make this a bigger thing. You were the one. I did. I was. I was the one. <laughs> well, if we can get that guy to believe in yes. this, we can get anyone. That's how. Like, I do remember hearing about Airbnb and just being like, "Gross! I don't want to stay at someone's house." I mean, it reminds me of the Jim Gaffigan joke about hotels, and he breaks down like, if you. If someone was, if you're trying to get a new mattress like you are, and someone was like, Do you want this stranger's old mattress to sleep on? You'd go, like, No, <laughs> disgusting. I would never. What about the pillows? We'll put on some new sheets, but just the pillows, we'll wash the sheets. You'd go, Disgusting. But we do that every time we go hotel, to a hotel yeah. and we yeah. pay for the luxury of it. Mm-hmm. A bathrobe that someone's worn before, you go, Look at this bathrobe. Someone's <laughs> so excited. Someone's jerked off in that before, but yeah. we, we're just in this illusion. But, um, and you are your worst self in a hotel room oh there is no 
No, nothing holding back in a hotel room. I know I'm living in one right now, and yes. it's it's I have to check myself. Yeah, it's like it's gross, and um, yeah, there's just uh, just towels as napkins is the classic one, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> just always missing the toilet when I throw the toilet paper behind me. Sure. Eighty percent of the time, I only I do that anyway in my life. That was but another here, uh, segment on not safe. What? Where we went to a hotel room and did the blacklight and oh, tried yeah, to check what was everyone. the dirtiest part of the hotel it was room. The pillows, right? I think the dirtiest part was the remote for the television because oh. we you interviewed a um, oh. cleaning lady at a hotel I that and she said that we my life. we have never once even put a napkin on the remote on a hotel television. Yeah. And that's when I came, someone told me about the, you take the bag from the ice bucket yes. and you put it around the remote control and you tie a knot and then yeah. it can, it can still work throughout the bag. And then if you lose it in bed, you can hear the crinkling too. So it wow. helps you double. Yeah. Um, but I think and now I they like, recently learned the horror of, I read on Reddit or something. People use hotel oh, kettles. Is- to uh-huh. clean and sterilize their underwear. You told me this, and I couldn't believe it until I googled it. And oh it my god, disgusting! And I why have are they so doing many that at all? I've never even heard of this, but it is a <laughs> thing that people wash the and sterilize their underwear by why? boiling disgusting. it in the tea kettle. Why don't they just take it home and wash it in a washing or machine? Who is sterilizing laundries. their underwear? I don't get it. I've I been drinking tea out of your disgusting no. underwear broth. Do you know how much we eat feces every day? That's why when Kirsten dropped cookies on the By floor accident. the other day, I go, yeah, of course. And yeah. some of us, um, it's a seasoning. But Kirsten dropped cookies on the floor the other day. And she sent us a picture of them all like splattered on the floor. And I was like, just pick them up and wipe them off because they, unless you can see it, it's not going to kill you. And then I loved it because I saw, but she said they were wet. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, they if they're wet, they pick up the dirt. Them, and then they're just not enjoyable. If there's like hair and pieces yeah, of wet. Yeah, dirt if, on if your you cookie. you can see it, but if you can't see anything and you examine it closely, eat the cookie. It's you. I mean, we're constantly like in inhaling your, skin dust and cells and stuff. And feces and eating dust it. all the time. My friend doesn't kiss girls. or doesn't French kiss because he's disgusted by it. He's right. You know what? And at least he <laughs> follows a, his, he follows logic. If he's not eating something off the ground, you shouldn't right. be making out with a girl. That was always my argument when people would be like, God, I got sick. I have the flu. I got a cold. There's like, there was a baby on the plane that was sneezing. And I'm like, or was it you ate ass this weekend? Like, <laughs> yeah. why do you, why are you so grossed out by sharing a drink or like a, a spoon or something, but like you can't off the floor. But Joe List had a, a joke in his act that I loved as someone who eats off the floor constantly and he was like has anyone ever died from eating something off the floor have you ever seen a toddler pick up a cookie and they just start bleeding from their eyes <laughs> you eat off the floor it doesn't happen and i know you could argue like no you get sick later no you don't you're getting sick because you're like using too much hand soap and you're st- i've stopped washing my hands what? i barely After wash I my hands too why I'm, I'm, not, I, I'm sorry. That's I'm not sorry to say it. it's so plan, disgusting. You guys. Why? There's wait, wait. You should wash your hands. Your if nails. I have not pooped on my hand yeah. and my hand does not feel wet from a um, poop from wiping or like from 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 pee. Okay. I don't. Okay. Care. Okay. Because I know that I touch the handle and I t- and and I always hit the um, flush with my foot if I'm in a public mm, place. Sure, I'm sorry sure. to people who are touching that and it's touching the bottom of my foot. Wash your hands. Then I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't care what you do. But if you were cooking for me, I would want you to wash your hands. Yeah. I'd, 
yeah, of course. But, but what Anya, universe do we in live what in? universe yeah. am I going to cook I never. <laughs> I would have opened like, a bag I'm gonna and hand it out to you and say, these, you want some? I would say, why didn't you get some of your own? I'm planning on eating this whole well, bag. Well, if you just took a yeah. piss and then you didn't wash your hands, then would you, and then someone said, hello, and then would you shake their hand? Or did you feel bad? Yes, because guess what? This is my logic, and maybe I'm wrong, and besties are going to revolt, and now now they're going to be judgmental. Uh, that, this is when <laughs> this you think this but is I don't the think thing? they will. <laughs> if you are walking around, if this door handle right here has more germs on it than the than or at least as many as something near my toilet, because that's the door handle's not getting cleaned. That's getting sanitized every time a maid comes in. My mm -hmm. toilet, at least, is probably a couple times. And, the, and there's no poo particles. So no one would be offended if I touched the door handle and then shake, shook your hand. So why mm -hmm. do you care? I didn't, sh if I have debris on my hand, I'm going to scrub germs it so much. Good. I don't want to smell like shit. Germs make your immune system stronger. We need germs. Yeah, I have to a... say, I don't get sick. And so if this didn't work, if this made you sick, and maybe that's, an, I should knock out, wait, where's wood? Knock on wood, knock on wood. But um, it makes you mentally sick, I think. <laughs> Maybe that's, there's a bacteria that eats my brain and makes me want to jump off a bridge. But um, I also think that, yeah, just I think it's hypocritical. At least your friend is in line with his more like I'm not going to make out with girls because I wouldn't do all these other things. When people are hypocritical and don't, when Chris grimaces when I like a piece of salad will like drop on the Mm. the the table and I'll just pick it up and put it back on. I'm like, I want every morsel and I'm a, I'm like a food uh, weirdo. So I just want to eat everything that I, I looked at what I was going to eat. It's already in my body as far as I'm concerned. So it better all end up in my body no yeah. matter what. I'm going to wash my hands after this podcast. <laughs> you should. I do it in front of you performatively most of the time. <laughs> I did wash my hands just now. Oh, you did? Yeah, before we began well, because I knew I was going to touch the equipment. I'm aware of that. Sure. Well, no, I mean, whenever I'm holding a microphone or something, I, my hands just feel like they could use a nice wash now. That's smart. If I touch a dog, I'm going to wash. I don't, I sure. got to be honest. I don't want to touch your dog. I'm kind of like, I'll touch your dog on you because I've never met it before and it looks so fuzzy and cute. But most dogs make me feel soiled when I'm like oh, touching them too much. I have to wash my hands after uh, my dog. I was conditioned to do that growing up. I was like, never eat after touching a dog. And so I still, I always have to wash my hands because they have yeah. an oil on them. Yeah, Don't oily. you give your dog kisses? I, I yes. make out with her. I kiss her cheek. I kiss her nose. Oh, I but love, their nose doesn't have anything on it. I, it's I'm totally sure clean. She, but I wipe her butthole every day after Whoa. every poop. Oh, what? yeah. I what? clean my dog's asshole. Why? What? You don't have no to. No wonder she likes you. Because she sleeps on our bed because she s rubs it all over the fucking place. Does it, if you, you guys don't, don't wipe, wipe your poop, dog's ass. If you don't Never. wipe the, a dog's ass, does, it, it does poo get everywhere? Sometimes they have a messy poop. And well, Marion will does have your caught in her fur and you got to get it out and like wash it. But that's like if it's yeah. a runny one. If it's a messy my poop, my dog doesn't you gotta, have runny shit. Though. You got to change the diet. Yes. And then they don't you have messy poop. You want a yeah, solid. Every yeah. You think every dog has a PP? I don't know poop? anybody else. I've never met anyone else who wipes their dog's ass. Really? I'm not, I'm not I, trying to make you feel bad, but I think that to maybe. To anyone listening, give it a unusual. shot. Why not? No, I, it makes sense because your dog's ass is literally on your pillow right now yeah. in the background if, if <laughs> yeah. people want to see. So I, yeah. I, I don't think it's a bad idea to wipe your dog's ass if you, you go to, go to see that? on our if you're YouTube. Fine, if you're fine with it. <laughs> yeah, it's literally his asshole is on your, is running up on your pillow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> She's I so love cute. It. If it doesn't bother you to wipe your dog's too. ass and it, it's just fine, then that, it doesn't matter. But I'm just saying Anya I don't cleaning. think I've ever met anyone who <laughs> You know that if she farts, no. the poop particles are still getting on the pillow. I'm sorry, Anya. 
Yes, uh, there's no avoiding on. the poo particles. Now, now, now you're just you're splitting hairs, Noah. <laughs> butthole hairs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the butthole hairs are parting when the poop. I also wipe after every walk. I have a cold cloth and I just wipe her nose and face because <laughs> there's an ant. Um, because <laughs> she sniffs right. shit. And I'm like, I'm gonna be kissing that face. I gotta That's wipe so this smart. That's what everyone should do. Yeah. But speaking I mean, of germs, I have been um, going to mattress stores and laying down in mattresses <laughs> yeah. in the stores. Right. And my God, some of these mattresses. I went to a Macy's, a basement Macy's, Oof. and those mattresses I think have never been touched by any sort of cleaning implement for at least six years. I would think the basement of a Macy's, a mattress uh, department of a Macy's, would look as if it was a uh, a place to hide out during The Last of Us. Oh, like, yeah, that would be... Looks, yes. yes. That's what it is now. Like, it would just be an abandoned, um, I gotta you know, say, overgrown... I went to the mall in Tarzana, which is a place that I've never really been, and the mall was fucking hopping. I thought malls were dead. I think malls are back. Malls are back. I heard it. Yeah. I went to one today and I thought it would be dead too. And it was, there was a food court. There was like, it, what were you it at a mall like for? Vegas, Starbucks. I was on a road trip back from Canada. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Mm. You, you picked one at a mall and you didn't know it till you pulled up. Oh, yeah. I was like, God damn it. I the, hate when that happens. And I think you like, and oh, I have Gelson's. been at that mall because we've we been have. to so many. We've it was been the time the that you dried your pussy under the, the um, Dyson hairdryer. I think it was I that did? one. Remember? I took yeah, a that picture. Like something I would do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, isn't it you weird like, that you can dry your pussy under a Dyson airdryer and not remember even a thing of it? Not even. That's something that you should. It's obviously imprinted in your memory. I guess I did wash my pussy that day there you go <laughs> and full circle that's so funny yeah um so it's very germy oh there the, the macy's basement in tart in the mall in tarzana i there was people's hair all over oh, the mattress God. and like i wear my hat when i'm laying down on those pillows but mm-hmm. there's dandruff on the pillows Ew. there's hair on the mattresses there's stains on the mattresses are there sheets and, on the mattress or it's just a no it's just naked a straight mattress, mattress. and mm. like you're supposed to you know, lay in that for like 15 minutes and it's like it, it 15 minutes is a little long. Wait, Anya <laughs> wasn't there for yesterday's podcast and she hasn't yeah. been able to listen to it yet. I just want to hear now that the besties, the besties are all in on something that you're not in on and this will be fun. Okay. How many hours do you think Brian Frangie spent at a mattress store one day before he purchased a mattress? And that, this is not to say he didn't spend hours um, prior to this um, trip, but in one day, the day he purchased his mattress that he now hates and he's trying to replace, how many hours did he spend at the store that day? I want to say, uh, did I hear this? Was it six? Yeah, I kind of... Didn't you think that was a joke number? Yes, for sure. Wait, six consecutive hours? Yes, Anya. Well, except for we had a lunch break. Oh, he went and got a smoothie because he was forced <laughs> no. to because the guy was like, I'm starving, man. I got to eat the something. Please. Yeah, the salesman. He said, I can't him. leave unless you leave. Yeah. Were you working at the time? Like, were you on your phone? Were you, or you were just lying there staring? I, he was I, talking I, to I the guy. I would lay in the mattress for 15 oh, minutes and then I would be like, okay, I think I didn't know how this feels. Then I would get up and I would lay in another mattress for 15 minutes and occasionally <laughs> the man would come over and say, how does that 
mattress Wasn't there feel. ever a time you got on a mattress and go, I don't need to do the whole 15 minutes because this is clearly not it? Sometimes oh, did, I said, I need, I need longer. You were like speed dating. <laughs> I need 25 minutes on this one. Really? I just, I was so baffled and confused. I had no idea what and was going on. This did not yield good results Bet, for him, I want to say. Terrible results. Because he was famished. He was confused. Yes. He was missing hungry. his family. He was hungry. <laughs> he was homesick. He was I felt he like was a refugee. He really was. <laughs> and he picked the worst mattress. I picked the could, worst mattress. It's being discontinued, probably. I don't know. But I, I do want to just, uh, publicly complain about Tempur for a yeah, second. let's get some Uh-oh. besties uh, writing to you about Please. what they think. Uh, what tell they me suggest. what mattress you have. Okay, here's what. What do you want in a mattress? And if a bestie can fit these requirements, write to you. I like a mattress. I, I'm looking. I want to sleep on my back, and I'm looking for a foam mattress, a memory foam mattress that I sink into, and I stay in that position, and then wake up like a vampire that has not moved an inch the entire night. Because he's learned from his doctors that for his health, he should sleep on his back. And it, we don't need to get into why, because it's a whole okay. other podcast, but he needs to be sleeping on his back, and he wants to sink into it and mold it around his body. And I slept in an Airbnb in Utah, and there was a foam mattress, and I slept in it, and I had a great night's, a good night's sleep, and then we messaged the Airbnb owner, and there was a memory foam mattress, and they said... That mattress is a $500 mattress we got from Wayfair. So yes, I, I remember this. Yeah, we so I know that this. a memory foam mattress is good for me. Um, but I just, the one that I got is hard as a rubber brick and it makes my back <laughs> feel like hell. Help him. But what Help happened him. to waiting for Noah's four months? No, Noah I could not possibly sleep He's in this mattress for that long. He's got 90 days to return I would it. like I to, to add, pay a restocking fee. I don't know who Uh-oh. this bestie is, but we did have a comment on our YouTube page from the last episode that you, not the second, the first episode where you talked about this issue. Oh no, this has been going on that long. And the bestie. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and the person. Yeah, said, we're on episode three of Mattress Gate. <laughs> <laughs> mattress Gate. So the, the bestie said that it does take I think three months for your spine to also adjust to a new mattress. So your body also has to adjust to it. It's oh not boy. just the mattress adjusting I get that, to your body. But this is beyond this is beyond that. This is horrific sleep. And My wife lays in the else bed. Have the Lux Breeze from Tempurpedic. And can you confirm that that sucks? <laughs> medium got, hybrid Lux medium Breeze. Medium hybrid Lux Breeze. If you Reach got that six thousand dollar mattress yeah. recently after spending um a fourth of a day. <laughs> a Wait a second. So what about the obvious thing? Why don't you return it and then contact the Airbnb and offer them double for that exact mattress and have it? I can buy to you. that mattress. I can buy that mattress off Wayfair, okay. but it's a shitty mattress. It won't last. I'll get it and it'll last like seven months. That's the <laughs> reason they cares? had it. What are you oh, doing? Really? Are you sure seven months? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why would it last seven months? It's I think because it'll I, last. I read the reviews of the mattress and people talked about it like okay. this mattress is fucking terrible. Okay. It, it was so, nice out of the box, but, but maybe it's right for help. you. He went to purple today. I which went is to the like pur- a, a purple showroom. They use like a, um, it's almost like rubbery. Yeah. It's like it's, a, it's like a rubber egg crate type thing. Yes. And I got to say pretty comfortable. I like those when I felt the material. Cause I used to do ad reads for them back in the day. And oh, yeah. I, they sent me like a little sample and I used to just play with that thing constantly and like press on it and feel yeah. like, Oh, how your pressure disperses. And so I'm very into we a gotta purple go mattress. To purple. I think we should get a sponsorship because I think if they gave me a king size mattress, I would talk about it nonstop because yeah. I'm looking for a new mattress purple. If you're listening Look um, out. and I really need a king size. I'm, I mean, I'm kind of using you as um, someone to go out and try these mattresses. For yeah. Yeah. I no, I'm ready to go to more <laughs> mattress stores. Can it, speaking of time being wasted, 
can I just say that um, today, we're sorry for this? <laughs> yes, first of all, apologies. We'll move on. But this is it, it's it's interesting. I mean, this is a this is a big purchase in your life. We spend half our life sleeping. Blah, 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 blah. Um, another thing someone spends half of their life doing, if you happen to be a fan of the show, is watching Suits. If anyone out there, Suits is the number one show on Netflix. What? It's been it's there's was like three point nine billion minutes watched over the weekend or something. It's some like insane. isn't a USA show? Yes, but now Netflix bought it. Wow! And, and if you've been on Netflix in the past month, they are pushing suits so hard. It's oh always God. in your top like suggested things. But um, so Chris, my boyfriend, ages ago when we were not dating, it was in between our dating, and he had a um, he was in Abu. Abu Dhabi for an Abu Jabi and um, <laughs> this is the favorite best joke I've ever written possibly. I'll what I'll about never... Helsinki? Heaven floaty? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Helsinki? More like heaven floaty. Okay. So, oh my God. So I did not say sense. that on stage but I said it to Anya and Chris backstage and they were like say it tonight and I was like I don't think I can. I don't think I ever want to repeat that because I just was like more like having floaty. And they just <laughs> slowly turned their heads to me like, did you just think of that? It was the same moment like when I We made, were so jet-lagged. I was, because I was just like kind of mumbling to myself in the corner. I was like, Helsinki. More like having floaty. And, and, and they, but I remember you both Dad being like, joke. did you just think of that? Which is the same response that I got when I was in Kappa Kappa Gamma and I was on a double-decker bus on pledge day on like bid day when you find out you're in Kappa Kappa Gamma and we loaded onto a double decker bus and I had no friends. I was anorexic. No one wanted to talk to me. Everyone hated me. I was walking skeleton. Everyone was begrudgingly like even having me in their presence. And Anya sees this coming. I don't mean to laugh. And I was trying to make friends. No, it's funny. That is so funny. And I was like, I go, guys, I hope we don't, I hope we don't go under, under any low bridges because then we'll get decapitated. Oh. Which is like not the worst. It's just like a cute little thing. I wasn't like, hey everyone, listen to how brilliant I am. I think I just said it like to some, I don't even know. And I remember this girl was just like, did you just think of that? And I was like, I, I think, I don't even, I wasn't like waiting good. on it, but, but it's, the same. It's, it's heaven floating. She was asking you that because she never thinks of anything. Exactly. Right. Was your just, other weird joke about Walla Walla? Oh no, that was a Henry Phillips thing. Okay. There's a there's a really fun game to play it's that not Henry Phillips fun the community. At all. No, you didn't understand it. That's why it wasn't round. fun. I think I'm gonna love it. Okay, so um I uh so the the game is, and I'll talk like Henry Phillips to deliver the line. Uh my friend and I uh we were at a house party and the cops broke it up and so we had um uh, we had to climb over this. Oh no! My, this is how you do it. My friends, you you create it. Let me just tell this. Right, this. You yeah. tell a story. Okay. And in this story, you act like you can't remember the name of the city. You present the name of the city in an obtuse way. Sure. But sure. it sounds like you can't remember the name of the city. Okay. Then you, the person listening to my story, you offer. Oh, is it this city? Uh-huh. And then it sounds a lot like what I'm saying. So here we go. My friend and I were in this uh, city in Washington. And the cops at a, at a house party and the cops broke it up and we had to um, run through our neighbor's yard and, and, and jump all over all these things. Um, and it was in this city in, uh, in uh, Seattle. Conkama? No. Uh, uh, St. Paul? Uh, Anya, want to take ju- this? We had to jump over all these. Keep yeah, but you just say, just say it, Anya. Walla Walla? No, Fensa Fensa. And we were, <laughs> so you say, <laughs> it, I did a poor version of it, but you just pick cities and then you come up with a word that sounds like the city and make a, a story around oh, that thing. Okay, okay. So, um, 
What's another? Oh, so you have to really do some prep work in your head before yes. you start telling yeah. the story. Yeah, so it's like it takes a lot. Okay, okay. Um. Okay, God, that's that's kind of hard. It, that's the only one I remember the version of, but the, it's it's a fun game to play when you're really bored and, you know, <laughs> okay, driving. Okay, okay. Okay, you got one? Um. So, yeah, I I was uh, trying to find a girlfriend at the time, and I was, um, you know, I, I, I met up with this girl at this uh, bar, Mm-hmm. Uh, it was this place. It was in Ohio somewhere. Cleveland? And, uh, no. Uh, Cincinnati? No, I, I really wanted to go out with this girl. And, uh, no, Singleton. <laughs> ah, no, okay, it's close. No, that's you, good. No. Oh, yeah, no, Singleton works because you were yeah. a Singleton. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I wasn't that's dating. Really I was good. a Singleton. That was good. Yeah. Okay, so that's a head. fun game. So I, really I took you way off that. track. Sorry. <laughs> no, I forget what I was even saying. Uh, we gotta go to break, and we'll I'll come back with um, the ending to my uh, the Airbnb guy thing. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Oh my God, you guys, I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. All right. 
We're back. Um, so Suits, we're going to get to Airbnb guy, but Suits is the show. And do you ever hear, find out something about your boyfriend that you just don't, or like your significant other, where you're like, what? Really? Chris today on his radio show, I was listening to it. They were talking about Suits and he said that he has watched all of it, which is what? fine. You've watched all of Suits, right? There are nine seasons of Suits. <laughs> There are 132 episodes of Suits. My boyfriend has watched all of it. And this all began because he was at, uh, in Abu Dhabi for an Abu Dhabi. And he met a girl on Bumble and they were like kind of flirting. And they were talking about like shows they liked. And she was like, I've never wanted to watch Game of Thrones. And he loves Game of Thrones. So he was like, okay, here's a, he's like really fun when he's flirting and like trying to get to know a girl. Like he's done really cute things. I think it's adorable. I love these stories. But he like challenged her. He was like, you watch Game of Thrones. I'll watch whatever show you think most people don't like, but might that you love. And she was like suits. And he was like, okay, I think you're going to like Game of Thrones a lot more than I'll like suits. <laughs> so he started watching suits and he loved it oh, and no. he couldn't stop. And he never even met up with that girl. She definitely didn't watch Game of Thrones, but he has watched nine seasons of suits. And so I'm in the car driving and I did get out my calculator as I heard this because I needed to confront him. And I did 44 because <laughs> an hour long show is 44 minutes. Sure. Times 132 divided by um, uh, 60, so hours, and then divided by 24. 44 times 132. Times 132 divided by 60 times, uh, I mean, uh, divided by 24. <laughs> okay. I have a number. It, what is and this I said, number? babe... You've, I go one, I just wrote him out of context, 132 suits. I go four days yeah. of your life has Dude. been spent watching suits. Yeah. That I, listen, I get it. I've watched, you know, six seasons of five seasons of succession in, in a short amount of time. It's I mean, not suits. The no. bachelor. I've wasted so much time. Kardashians, the bachelor, bachelorette, bachelor in paradise. Have you um, ever edited it up like that? Four days of my boyfriend's life has oh, been with, watching suits. with shows like that, nothing. with like Bachelor in Paradise, really? you've got to double yeah. task. You've got to be like cooking dinner. I while think you're he's watching doing that. other things too. How many um, cult documentaries robbed us of so our lives? I mean, yeah. um, every cult I've watched, every every. You know what really robbed me though? I just had it on the tip of my brain. It doesn't matter, but man, Kardashians I've been robbed. are robbing you. You're watching all of it now. Can you the give new us like, shit? Is for good. People, is it good? It's I sent you a clip of Chris Kardashian Kim, that, or Chris Kim and Jenner Chris that made me so laugh like so old. hard. So is Chloe. Chloe is so funny. Chris goes, I I saw a clip the other day. She was like, <laughs> there is an I there have been lots of headlines written about me. The other day, there was one, and the cover was Chris Jenner drinks alone. Drunk <laughs> and alone. And I have to say, What's wrong with that? <laughs> it was just the funny. It was such a cute way. It's that reminded me of my mom so much. And she goes, what is wrong with that? She's adorable. What do you, can you just, as someone who used to watch the show on E! and has no interest in supporting their show on Hulu for whatever reason, because I just, You're I don't know if I'm jealous. I, they're too pretty. They're too. It's um, definitely triggering at times. I. How so? Oh, I mean, it makes you start valuing looking like that. And it's just not a normal way to look. You have to have so much surgery and so many procedures to look 
It, they're like superhuman alien-like. It's not a normal way of human mm. faces. But I guess I'm wondering, most people I talk to that watch it say they look hor Like, it's like, it's are people just lying when they say, it's crazy the way they look. I don't want to look that way. And then you, or is it that, is you it that way? And then you start thinking it's normal. Yes, okay. you start thinking yeah. it's normal. Yeah. I like that this season, Chloe's really opening up about her surrogacy. She had a, a child via surrogate. She gets very into it. And I think not, Nikki, you've talked about this, like not enough people talk about the feelings around it, what it even means to have a surrogate. Uh, or does that like, mean who is it your egg or is it her egg? I'm always, right. when these bitches have kids, I know it's none of my business, but when you have a surrogacy, that's fine. Tell us if it's really yours. And I know it shouldn't matter, but doesn't it kind isn't that kind of, I want to know just for myself of a woman that like, should I put my, should I freeze my eggs? Cause is this something that is that, that easy to do or is it, and I just want to see if it's socially acceptable to not have your own egg. Cause I really don't feel like freezing my eggs. Like will people judge me and think that I don't love my kid as much as theirs. If I do a surrogacy without my own egg, why are people not telling us? Cause you can have a baby without anything to do with you. A surrogacy just means someone else is having your baby that you will get afterwards, but it does not imply it's your egg or not. So I want to know the man's semen. It doesn't imply that know. either. I want to know could all be of just it. Someone, then why is that not just like because adopting? Because it's none of our fucking... It's, exactly. It, it's, it's just adopting knowing... It's like prepaying for an adoption. <laughs> it's a layaway. Oh, you have the baby and layaway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you're, you're so did she talk about like it. bonding with it? Yeah, she talked about having trouble it. bonding with it. And um, <laughs> I thought that was cool because that's a, probably not a very popular thing to say or maybe it's a risky thing to say. Like I'm having trouble mm-hmm. bonding with this kid. And she's like, it's just weird. Like you just all of a sudden one day someone hands you a child and you're supposed to be like, ah, my baby. And I thought Mm. that was cool that she admitted that she was kind of having some issues, you know, feeling close. And I don't know. I like that. I heard Brooke Shields talk about wanting to murder her child with a steak knife. That is what? That is the most amazing thing. I wasted yeah. four days of my life on that documentary. When did that scene happen? Oh, I'm just Brooke kidding. Shields, uh, no, I like fantasies of murdering her daughter and like Wait, throwing her and, and cracking her neck and stuff like oh that. Oh my God. Um, through Brooke Shields because she had postpartum and she did not bond with the baby at all. She wanted a baby more than anything. Like as much as any girl you know wants a child, she finally has this baby and her hus- like, husband hands it to her and she's like, I feel nothing this oh, is in the emergency deal. room and the husband's bonding with the child and then he starts judging her and telling her i've never seen a look at all these mothers they would go to the park look at all these mothers who love their kids what is going on with you and she's like i just don't like it i don't want it around me it grosses me it's, it's like it's, that's how i feel about my mattress it's disinterest <laughs> yes it's so similar <laughs> <laughs> and so she um just give it four months he's gonna put it in yeah. a dumpster and, um, now <laughs> right uh no bed bugs on the kids um was this in her doc oh yeah oh i missed that wow, i think i gotta were, go back to pretty so did baby. she ever yeah yeah she eventually she got treated for it because it was postpartum so oh. she it was on medication for it and then she it was, started loving her baby it didn't make yeah and I'm she sure loves her child chemical. now but at That's first she really did not like her kid and she felt so much guilt about it. And then she was starting to have intrusive thoughts of like murder, like homicidal thoughts that she would, she was like, I'd never do it, but it was like crossing my mind to do it. And it freaked me out because I would just be so jealous of mothers that in the same way that I get jealous of like things I wish I had, like she was like, I want to have that, but I don't have that feeling at all. And I don't know what to do about it. And she went on Oprah and talked about it. And this was like 
in the mid 2000, 2005, I don't know what we call the first parts of the 2000s. The we aughts. still haven't come up with a, no aughts or, oh, is that the aughts? Yeah, that's the aughts. What are the tens? The tens is what it bothers me. We Ugh. don't have a word for that. Yeah. I don't know. We don't, the 1910s is the 10s. So you barely even, we never even we talk, never about, talk about the night. Yeah, yeah. World War One. Why can't we say the 2010s? Okay. We can. I like we that. Can. Actually. We can and we it. should. Yes. <laughs> that sounds go. actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we do have a word for it. Anya's <laughs> just like, or can we call it the thing Got that it. we call it? <laughs> um, but yeah, it was the aughts when like postpartum was not on the tip of people's tongue and she went on Oprah and bravely talked about this and then wrote a book about it. And um, I just thought that was so cool because yeah, it's it's weird what people get shamed for. There was, you know, Sinead O'Connor with her passing this week I saw on um, Reddit, there was this post like everyone in Reddit that is posting in celebrity things, including my own fan page. Some of it's positive, but most of it's negative. Like there's this whole thing where like if you if you're on Reddit and you join a celebrity's thing to like write nice things about them, unless it's Taylor Swift, you're writing horrible things that people just hate. They're the things that they're fans of. It's such a weird thing that happens, but in this celebrity one that I follow, I think it's like called Pop Culture Beat or something. I forget what it's called, but um, there was a post of Miley Cyrus, and they're always trying to call it problematic women. And he's <laughs> problematic. These women are all so self fucking righteous. They all have husbands that cheat on all. They've all cheated on their husbands. They call out any woman who does it. They villainize every single fucking woman. They hate. Every, they love to hate people and find a problematic thing they did once and they're just the worst people I, I don't even follow it they just pop up but this one popped up of like guys is no one going to talk about Miley Cyrus what she posted in 2013 and it is crazy what she posted in 2013 That's She's 10 like, years ago right but she took a bunch of Sinead O'Connor's tweets that were like I need help I'm having a psychi- psychiatric breakdown. Ireland to can't, I can't get medicine. Please someone help. Here's my email. If you have meds, mm-hmm. I need, it's just like was her pleading for help because she was having psychosis or a bipolar episode. And Miley Cyrus screenshotted that and wrote uh, something like, we've got another Amanda Bynes on our hand, like clearly mocking her mental oh. illness. And so everyone's like, can't, I can't believe Miley got away with this and that this is still up. And why would she ever say that? We don't realize that 10 years ago that, she, she didn't get canceled for that. There wasn't even no, no, no one gave, cared. It was okay ten years ago, oh, or yeah. not at least not um, remarkable to mock someone's mental illness, especially oh. Amanda Bynes. I remember we were doing it on my MTV show when she was having that breakdown. I remember there was a little bit of sensitivity of like this. Mate, we pulled back a little bit. We were making jokes on my MTV show. What did about, Amanda Bynes do? She, she was walking through the streets, you know, shoeless, tattooing her face. Yeah, she like lost her um, mind. She and was what having, happened to her? She's she now, just, I like, think, checked herself uh, she in again. Just, she just yeah. checked herself in again. I mean, this is an ongoing battle. These people have like a... What bipolar is, if if it's not treated, is a terminal illness. Like, it's going to end in like, you know, a, a bad thing. So it's like, and it's so hard to treat because they have to take their meds. And if they don't, but then once they're psychotic, they don't want to take their... It's just so hard and difficult. But we didn't have that sensitivity that long ago. No. But then someone contextualizes the um, uh, one person, thank God, came to Miley's rescue because it just seemed like Miley was just like cruel piece of shit. Yeah. But Sinead O'Connor had just like a couple days before written an open letter to Miley saying after her Wrecking Ball video came out of like, you don't need to sexualize yourself like this. You are being a sex slave to these men. I mean, it was kind of a crazy, and I'm using that term in an impolite way, but it was just someone who was unwell Uh trying to protect another woman who's been 
You know, sure. she pimped out. She says, you're pimping yourself out. You're pimp- being pimped out. And so Miley was just like, fuck you, bitch. And she was, she was retaliating to that. And right. Miley was a child at the time. Yes, um, of course. But it is just so interesting to me that that uh, that string of tweets, she still has them up. You know, like th- it wasn't e- on anyone's radar to go, Miley, this isn't nice mocking someone's mental illness. Yeah. She had a huge PR team at the time sure. and no one clocked it. Imagine well, what I we're think, doing now I think that back is just. Then, though, it was accepted because we had like those gossip blogs like Perez Hilton and what would Taylor yes. Durden do? Like all those like gossipy things that love oh, yeah. to make fun of celebrities in that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, Britney Spears. Oh, we were. And Paris. That was. Nicole Richie. All of them. We, Lindsay Lohan. Her shaving her head and like looking like through the window at someone filming her doing it. Her beating up that car with an umbrella. We were all front seat for it. And it was so bad. And now we're um, a little bit more sensitive to it. But I'm reading Sinead O'Connor's autobiography right now. If she was didn't have a mental illness, it would be shocking with what she went through in her childhood. It is like. I cry about like my parents like sometimes when I would cry they would be like stop crying Mm. (laughs) deny your feelings her mom used to have her I mean uh, trigger warning for horrible child abuse um used to beat her with a broomstick on her private parts and make her splay out openly naked on the kitchen floor when she was like four five six like and beat her in her privates till they oh were black and blue. Like, and she would have to go to school the next day. And she had to lie. And her she had a really kind teacher who would be like, did your mom do this? And she would just go, no. And her te- she said her teacher would just look at her like she knew, but she couldn't do anything. Yeah. And um, I mean, she suffered grave abuse. Like if this person wasn't unhinged, it would be, it would be impossible. And it was just, it's so heartbreaking. Anya, I know you were a big Sinead O'Connor fan. Did you know about how horribly she was abused as a child? I don't think I did. I think I might have read that or heard that years ago, but I have not read her autobiography. Oh, it's, it's it really good. Bell. I was like, I think I knew that. Oh my God. Like the way kids are abused. I just, I mean, it's just, it's the, you just are happy reading it from, I mean, obviously I'm reading the point where this person is likely taking their own life. I don't think it's been confirmed or anything, but it made me feel like, okay, at least she's out of that. She's like an adult now and survived it. But like, you just, it's just the, you, and, it's and just her mom so heartbreaking so that sick. she was like a laughing stock and she was right the whole time after she tore up the picture of the Pope. Like that was yeah. the bravest thing to do. And everyone, for years, she was just like the butt of jokes. And and she, she lost her whole career right. doing that. Yeah. Which, she lost everything. And she said she doesn't regret it, which is really yeah. cool. But she tore up, the, no one even knew why she tore up the picture of the Pope. People were like, what is she doing? Why is she not like the Pope? She hates the, she hates the church in which you cannot hate the Catholic church. Yeah. But she was protesting the crimes against children mm. in the Catholic church that she, how was she because privy that to that? Pope never uh, disavowed those priests and never disavowed the, what was happening. But did we know it was happening in 1992? Clearly there was something in the news, but based on the, the, the movie um, Spotlight. Sure. It seems like that all broke in 2008. I'm sure it was covered up more than it was in the 2000, in the uh, 2000s. But it must have still been out there. Yeah. yeah. She I knew think it was it. an issue that just got swept under the rug. But yes, I think it was an issue. I mean, coast to coast AM, alien folks. You know, we were so, talking about the Pope uh, being an alien and uh, child sex trafficking of the Pope way back in the 90s, for sure. Really? It was a fringe belief. That he's an alien? That the Pope is a, you know, 
The Pope is controlled by Satan or reptilians. Do you believe in aliens? Aliens? Mm -hmm. Oh, of course, but not uh, not the us? ones that AOC is uh, interrogating that Navy guy for this weekend. What? There was a congressional hearing about UFOs. Oh, right, right, right. Um, th those are probably not aliens, but of course, in the vastness of the universe, there has to be. There yes. must be intelligent life out there. They just can't reach us, or. They or maybe they, they have. <laughs> that I don't believe. You do, yeah, I don't believe that either. I don't believe they Among reached us. us. I don't believe they either have the technology to reach us, or if they tried to reach us, we wouldn't understand how to analyze that communication. Do you know the dark forest theory? No. I, no, I don't know anything called the dark forest theory. Okay, I thought you would. You would. You probably know. <laughs> I this. know what it it's is. Like, but well, you know about it. Like we should stop looking for them. Oh, because once they find us, they'll we'll, kill us? They'll kill us immediately. Yeah. It will be a split second of like, it'll just be like if they saw a gnat. Like if you see a gnat and you're just like, ah, oh, the second they notice us, like us with a gnat in our room, they'll just go, stop. And yeah. just like, because they, yeah. they won't even think of like, if, let's explore this and see what we can learn from them. They'll just be like, ew. If they have the technology to reach us, there is nothing that we can do to stop them. Yes, because we don't have the technology to reach them. They've yes. been trying to reach yeah. us forever. We are just too dense to get it. That's my theory. But if they, they could reach us, that means they have technology that is so beyond our understanding of anything that they would have the ability to destroy us immediately yes. and would. It they would don't be want an, to destroy us. They're kind. They're not fucked up like us. Mm. <laughs> I doubt it. In order to have, the, in order to have the amount of natural resources to control a machine that could take you to, you a have place, to be evil. You have to be harvesting multiple solar systems worth of no. natural yes. resources. And I think they're be... so evolved that they are like beyond our fucked upness. We're just destroying ourselves like a bunch of idiots, like fucking with the earth and like. Ah, who gives Which is a what shit? happens when you seek power and seek to like expand your power. You need evil, and so they would probably be evil if they reach the point I think would be the argument but final thought speaking of evil yeah, Airbnb good segue. so because you asked him so some important speaking questions. of expanding evil and needing more and more so this billionaire I'm like he tells me about the founding of it and then I was like um I go so you I go can I just cut to the chase I was like you are one of the wealthiest people that has ever walked the planet and will ever walk the planet probably because he also told me that for every $1,500 that is spent in the world globally, one of those dollars is going to Airbnb. Oh, my God. Wow. It, it, and it's, it, I did not understand how, because he was speaking in like a way I don't understand about business. But for some reason, Airbnb is not something like, you know, Amazon can be reproduced by other places because it's, there's some reason that Airbnb is, not, is propri proprietary in the sense that other other nations have to use Airbnb because they don't want to, for some reason, China can have their own Amazon and, you know, um, Dubai can have their own Amazon, but like Airbnb, it's this, it's the biggest American huh. like company Export. that is globally and is not, wow. um, it, it is, you can't recreate it. That's so true. He, it's everywhere he some now, reason. right? And he said that was by mistake. He did. He was like, we're just lucky that it's that way. So then for every, that means for every dollar 50 spent uh, or like, you know, $15 spent, one cent is going to Airbnb, which is another way of saying that in math, uh, 132 hours of suits. Okay, so then... <laughs> I feel like um, you're just bragging about your math abilities now because I didn't know good. that. <laughs> really how much good. is it for every $150 million? $150 million? Or how many $15 million? Wait, $15 million? Yeah. So that's 50... Um, 
it would be hold on, don't do this to me. I'm really panicking and I need to write it. Would it be one million? Fifteen million? No, no, no. It'd no. be um ten ten thousand? I have no idea. Of those dollars, someone knows <laughs> and someone's yelling anymore. at their phone right now. Yeah. So um then I said I go, what's the point of anything anymore? Like what <laughs> Do you get up in the morning for mm, if that's you a good can have question. any? I go. You can have anything you want. You could buy anything you want. Uh, any nation you 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 have as much. He's worth. <laughs> I looked it up. Nation. One eleven point eight billion dollars. Wow. What there, he you, himself? Said, he himself. He's the he's, he splits he's it the with biggest. Two other dudes? Um, yeah, but they don't have as much money as him. I looked up their names too. Okay. Um, he's the most. I don't know why, but I said, "What do you? What keeps you going?" And he's like. Because I just like innovating and I like creating new ideas. Like it was, you know, he had a good answer for it. He was like, you know, it's like, I like building. And they, he's really, I've been on his Instagram now and he's very proactive about like building community and connecting people. And he has, you know, he's friends with Obama and, and I think Obama's a good guy. Like they're working towards good things, mm -hmm. it seems. Um, and then I said, well, what about, and this is where I think I derailed it. I was like, what about the like saying that there's no accidental billionaires, which what do you think that means when someone says that? That means that they had to do something cruel and unusual in order to garner that Thank much you. or at least or at least exploit their workers. Thank you. That is what that means. But everyone in the room, including Jeff, Jeff's friend and, and no, Jeff's friend actually had my back, but he wouldn't. He was just like looking at me like I have your back. Uh -huh. But I go, you know how they say there's no accidental billionaires? And he's like. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, you got to try. And I'm like, I don't think that's, he goes, I go, do you, do you, you seem like a nice guy. Like, are you, are you evil? And they all go, why would you ask that? And I go, but that's what that phrase means. There's no yeah. accidental billionaires. You had to exploit, um, you know, low paid workers to get to where you are. You had to like employ slave labor, essentially. I read that quote first with Rihanna about like she is making money off the backs of people working in sweatshops. Like you don't become an accidental billionaire without exploitation, but they all act baffled by it. Like yeah. that's not what it means. It just means you got to try it. I'm like, yeah, I don't think someone finds a billion, billion dollars on no. the sidewalk. Like whoopsie. Oh, I'm an accidental <laughs> billionaire. Of course it takes effort. That is implied. What I mean is, are you evil? And then it just got kind of weird in the uh, room. And I changed subjects as quickly. Damn. I didn't want to have to explain now. it. I didn't want to have to explain it, but they made me explain like what I was saying was like, are you evil? But I had to say that to him. Like, well, how are did you, you recover from this to make them out of your friends? I think I, I think I just, uh, said like, I, I don't think that you are. I, and I have a billionaire friend <laughs> who I don't to. think is evil, but I'm, I'm wondering where that's happening in your company. Like, yeah. how did you get that? Who's losing out? Like, and we didn't get into it. I just steered it away to like, wow, it sounds like yeah, this relates a lot to comedy. And then, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. <laughs> but then I, we walked out together and he said to me, he was like, thanks for asking so many questions. I was like, thanks for answering them. He was like, people don't usually ask that much. And then yeah, later on, I saw scared. Yeah. This but I like wasn't. why the guy that doesn't I know, hit on I'm you. I'm so glad you asked. Yeah. Oh. This is why you're maybe <laughs> not dating a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he was, like, if anything, I think he was asshole? <laughs> I, I think if anything, be, right? it buys me something because I was not intimidated and I wasn't like, he was just, he was an, I was like, it's so cool to meet you. I mean, this is, I'm never going to meet someone richer than him. I don't think I looked at the list. He's very low on the, let me just say he's sure. like in the, in the hundreds or maybe even yeah, higher pathetic, than that. Pathetic. 
I know because there's people <laughs> with like three hundred and twenty six billion dollars. So yeah. he's with his eleven point measly eleven point eight. I mean, but he's on the Forbes list of richest people. And I had to scroll a lot, you know, like I was putting in my dirt birth date in a thing. So I had to go to the bottom to find him. But on the way out, he was just like, "Thanks for asking." And he was like, and then he said this. He was like. I could never do what you do. And I go, well, I cl- clearly never do what you do. And he, and I was like, but it is, he was like, and I'm a public speaker and, but like make writing jokes and making jokes. I have no concept of that. And I was like, it's cool that I do the only thing you can't do. <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. And the only thing you can't pay to learn, like there's, yeah. I hold something that yes. you can never, Comedians you can literally cool. have anything that you want. I mean, you could have AI write movie scripts for you, but they still can't really do comedy. They can't write movie scripts either. Really? Can I ask you this? So why was he there? Is he friends he was with friends, Jeff Ross? He was friends with a friend of Jeff Ross. Jeff Ross always has the most interesting um, celebrity, like f- wow. interesting, cool, um, tastemaker friends that oh, are wow. like hanging around. And then, so I ran into Jeff Ross later on, like at my next set at the improv and Avery, his friend walked in and was like, that was awesome. And I was like, wasn't that the fucking coolest? We got to talk to a multi-billionaire. And he was like, and you really didn't hold back. He was like, when you asked him, what's the point of life? I mean, that was ballsy. (laughs) And I was like, but what is it? And then Jeff came in and was like, you, he was like, you fucking Charlie roast him. He was like, you, that was amazing. And he was like, quite the interviewer. And I was like, you got to take advantage of that. He was like, no, it was a great conversation. And I just liked that they gave me credit for that. And I felt a little bit like almost the way that I felt when, um, that we were talking about before, I, I forget what I said. Oh, when I said that I'm in my latest 30 and everyone laughed and I'm like, why is that funny? It's nice when you get feedback about a, a character trait that you didn't even know you had mm. that brought some people some joy. Because sure. I would have done that in a bubble. I wasn't doing it for any other reason. I wasn't like, I'm just going to be different and maybe he's going to like me more. <laughs> you're being yourself. Yeah, you're unfiltered. But yeah, you, it was nice. The, the cool thing about you is you're unfiltered, but you never seem to get in. Tr- I'm probably wrong, but you don't seem to get in trouble for your unfilteredness. Well, because I think if as long as it comes from a place of not trying to hurt people, I can kind of, if I do offend, I can back out of it. And I feel and like I'm that. always... Un- asking things and then 5.5 seconds later I'm like oh you shouldn't have asked that because that's hurtful like I don't realize it's hurtful till later like a second later yeah but There's then you so can just go I'm sorry I, that was rude um, and I wasn't thinking but I am curious but most of the time people do want to talk about why they lost an arm or why they're in a wheelchair or the, the obvious thing that everyone is avoiding Oftentimes, if you ask it in a couth way, I mean, don't say to a person who is, what are you living for? (laughs) (laughs) No, but you really wanted to know, like, what is, if you're in your shoes, what gets you up in the morning? Like, if I was a billionaire and I was you. I'd have trouble getting up in the morning now and, like, having a reason to take on more work when it's like, I don't really need anything else. As long as I can afford to get Starbucks three times a day and Postmates every night of the week, I don't really, and maybe send my nephew to college. My niece doesn't look like she's going to go. But, like, as long as I'm able to get that stuff done what else is there to life and so maybe I was kind of seeking it in in that way but the point of life is making podcasts with your friends and that's fun and that's why I do this not for the money and so I think that's what he does it for like he enjoys what he does which is refreshing and that's how I connected to comedy and that's um, how I'm going to marry a billionaire okay guys (laughs) uh, thank you for listening to the podcast we will be back next week and uh, yeah don't be good and just ask the questions you want to Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? 
Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they're in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.